Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Samach Tes in Kedushin. Yesterday we <coughs> we uh, learned the Mishnah, and the Gemara Paskin like Rabbi says that a mamzer lechadchila, if he could find a shifcha, a knanis, and Jamie pointed out yesterday that somebody did that, right? That some they, they were able to get a uh, somebody sold they bought a guy or something like that. I don't know how they did that. They turned her into a shifcha, so that the uh, child would be an evid, and then the evid was freed. How do you free an evid? Rishash says, if you pay, it's not, it's not, there's an issue of Olam and Tavari, you don't have to free an Evid Knani, but there's ways to get around that. Anyway, Blazer came out, but Blazer disagreed. That child got married? When that child apparently got married, right, or, or I don't know what happened eventually down the line, talking about the real case there. Yeah, well, then, no, they, they said they got divorced anyway. Right, he said, if there would have been a kid, the kid would have gotten out of Mamzer's. Yeah, the father was a Mamzer, they could have gotten him out of Mamzer's. Then they said, he was telling, he went on to say that 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 afterwards um, there was another Besdin who was matire him as a mamzer based on the fact that Robilos knows the mother had been motivated that she had slept around quite a bit. She was very promiscuous. And, uh, but they said that the halach is that Robilos her husband, even if a woman is promiscuous, but you don't know, you don't assume the kid came from that. Let's say a mother slept around, you don't assume that. You say, well, if she's living with her husband, it probably came from him. But today you have DNA, and they said, he said that the kid looked like a a carbon copy of one of the uh, yeah. of one of the adulterers, <laughs> so they knew, but but they didn't go by the DNA. That they go by the halacha of where was halacha involved. Difficult question to ask these things today. I think the simplest thing would be to turn off the fan. Can't, uh, can't right, that would be the simplest thing, and that'll, that'll solve. Can you reach that uh, string? You don't want to mess with the air conditioning. You're not going to start pulling that down. Yeah. Okay, so now Rablezer said a raise Avid Mamzer. Rablezer disagreed. Rablezer disagreed with Rabtarfan. We saw we passed from Rabtarfan the Khachilla, your a Mamzer is allowed to marry a Shifcha in order to be Matar. In other words, that's the basic idea. You could say that even though he's a Mamzer, he can't marry a Shifcha because a regular he's still a Jew. A is a full Jew, he can be a Tamachacham. He's still he, right, he's a, he, he could be a Tamachacham, he could be a good Jew, but he can't marry a Shifcha. But here we say he's allowed to because the Isra of Loya Kaddish does not apply to a Mamzer. It only applies to a regular Jew. Mamzer doesn't apply. That's what Tarfin says, therefore he can marry a Shifcha and thereby not change himself. He's a mom, once a Mamzer, always a Mamzer, but his children would be able to be freed slaves and be okay. What? Mom. Mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That was referring to personality, not uh, not the real uh, thing. Probably, I don't know. I didn't see the movie. Blazer on Rabbi Eved Mamzer. Okay, let's just go. Rabbi My time, Rabbi Blazer. Rabbi Blazer said. Why would he say what, the wording Eved Mamzer is strange to me? That's exactly it. He's a Mamzer. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's the point. Here's the while he's an Eved for sure, he's a Mamzer. No, 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 no. We're talking about a mamzer right. marrying a shifcha. Okay. So Tarfin says the kid is a full-fledged eved, right. eved, and therefore if you free him, he's a full-fledged Jew. You can free him. You can free him. And you, he's have a, free him. you have to free him, and he's a full-fledged the child. The child will be free. Right. But Blazer disagreed. Blazer says no. In the, who is the child? The child's father is a mamzer, right. and the mother is a shifcha. Right. Therefore, it's a combination of the two. The child is a mamzer and an eved. A new, a new breed. He just said to raise a mamzer. An evidence is. He can be freed. No, 
Yes, but he's still a mamzer. According to Blazer. So no, see, no, he, no. He means to say that he's both an Evid and a mamzer. You claim retired from that he's only an Evid and therefore free him and he's a full Jew. No, 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 no. He's still an even though he's an Evid, he's still a mamzer. He's an Evid and a mamzer. Right. You're saying yeah, it's the same thing. He's saying he's, he's still both. Amalaz, my turn Blazer. Blazer says, what's the reason Rebelez? Number the Pasik says, look, the Pasik says by Mamzer, Gamdora Siri Loyovo Lo. In other words, cannot come into the Kalashem from him. Lo means it's still his, even if his even if his tenth generation down, he was a Mamzer, and then he married a regular Jew and a regular Jew and Hamid Chacham and all kinds of other people. This tenth generation down is still a Mamzer because of the original guy who's a Mamzer. That's what it means Dhammakra. Lo, Holochachapsu, you always go with so meaning you can never get rid of Mamzerus. It, even though you say she's an uh, Evet, we learned yesterday, she'll be a Shifra, the kids will be a Vodim too. You're right, but the, but the Tzad Mamzer is still there. In other words, there's a combination of it. We learned yesterday that if two Goyim marry a Goyim, a regular guy goes according to the father. Anybody marries a Shifra goes according to the mother, right? The, the, the but not in this case, because the special Pusik says that the Mamzerus always stays there. That's by a regular troll who marries a mamzeres. There, the mamzeres sat always stays. Listen, if a Yisrael or a Levi, let's say Levi marries a mamzeres, well, you, don't you go according to the father? Patrilinean lineage, right? You go according to the father. So I think he's a Levi. No, Kamashmal that he's a mamzer, right? Because it says mamzeres low. Mamzeres doesn't. Also low. The love test, no. He's still a mamzer. For a blazer, so for a blazer, the cost of the Mishpachos Meisim, even though, so, so he says, just like by Yisrael, who marries the Mamzeris, even though it says the Mishpachos Meisim goes according to the father, still Asalo Afke, if there's any Mamzer, mother or father, he's a Mamzer, now, even though we said yesterday, yesterday we said that what, that the child goes according to the mother, by now and we had another passage that says, Viol Dulo, only if it's a marriage, it's Viol otherwise it goes according to her. In other words, if any, if a Jew, a regular Jewish man, marries anybody who he cannot marry, like a shifcha or a shiksa, it does His kids aren't his; they're her kids, right? She, the kids are either shik, uh, uh, non-Jews or avodim. So we have the pasuk for that. So even though you might say why you're so also lo afke, it's the same thing. Reb Lazar says just like you, you said yesterday that uh, we, are, we we learn that the kids go according to the mother, right? But just like you say that in a regular Jew who marries a mamzeras. The kids don't go according to the father; they go according to the to the mamzer. Even though normally you should go according to the father here too. Even though the kids are normally supposed to go according to the mother, but the low of mamzer takes it out, and therefore it's both rabbanon kovlad mei shufleknanis kovlad mei mehemedomi. No, the rabbanon say shufleknanis is different because in the case of a shifcha, shifcha is like an animal, like a amadom lechamor. So a child inside her is like the child of a behemoth. It has no yachas to the father. Uh, if a lion and a lioness have a baby, it goes by the mother. There's no yachas to the father anymore. Okay, certain, certain, In certain species, they say there is a connection, but it's very rare. Most animals go scope according to the mother. There is no connection with the father. So the same it's like behemoth. That's how... That's how uh, the Rabbanim will learn. Okay, so we have Machalik's Rabbis and Rabbanim. we pass like a Rabbanim. Now we come to the last parak in Kedushim. Famous last parak of Asar Yuchsin. We talked here about Mamzer and about, you know, where, where is the kid yours, right? There was the last Mishnah where this Kedushim, there's no Aveira, goes according to the Zohar, right? Kana uh, Levi, if the father's a Kohen, you're a Kohen. father's a Levi, you're a Levi, right? Where there's a Kedushim and there is an Aveira, you go according to the Pogum, like Amor Kogol, the kids are Chalal, etc., etc. And we said by... Um, uh, the kids, a, a, if, there, if there is Kedushin, uh, but there's no Kedushin to you, 
that she can marry somebody else, that would be a mamzer, a vlad mamzer. And then we said, when there's no kedushin at all to anybody, then the kid goes according to the la mother and like a shifcha and a shiksa. So I started in Bavel. We know when they went down to Bavel, when they went to Gol's Bavel, they started to be a little bit flimsy with the uh, marriage rules, intermarries. We understand that today. I started in Bavel. What happened was Ezra, when he brought back the 42,000 and changed Jews, he had some problems. Not everybody wanted to come. A lot of the shiny Eden wanted to stay there, right? And, and the Gnomery wanted to come up. Anyway, but he had it, and they started intermarrying. So what did he do? So he was, we'll see, he separated them out, and he tried to make a, make a Seder among the Yuchsen. So he brought up ten different classes, ten different genealogical classes. Asari Yuchsen. Yuchsen is your genealogy. He brought up ten, ten different classes. Who are they? Kohen Levi We all know Kohen Levi Yisrael. We know that. Halali means a Kohen. Halal means a Kohen who was married, whose father married, let's say, a Kohen married a Grusha or something like that. He is not considered a Kohen. He's a Halal. He can eat Tumah. He can marry a regular. He can, he can marry his owner. Rules don't apply to him. Geira is a ger. We know what is. Huh? It implies he's a lower class than Israel. No, no. Okay, okay, we'll see. We'll see what this what his class is. Co- correct. He's lower class in in, in his, as in than a regular Israel in the sense that a Kohen should not marry a Chalala, but a Kohen could marry Israel. There were times, as we'll see, that was very common for Kohen and only to marry Kohen and Bas Kohens, but it's not it's not the it's not prevalent today. But there were times when the Kohen tried to stay among their own. But in any case, a Kohen could marry Yisraelis, right? But he can't marry a Chalal. So you're right. In that sense, Chalalim are worse. A, chal- a male Chalal, not much worse than Israel. Geri v'chari, Geri is a Ger. Chari means a freed Evid, a Mishuchar. Mamzeri, we know what that is. Nesini, those were a certain kind of people that uh, they were Megari. They got mal in the time of Yoshua. But David made them Nesinim because they were put, they were made to be the Vassar Traegers, the water carriers, they were made to be like slaves. And their genealogy was, it was questionable they were Jewish. Shtuki Vasufe, these are questionable who their ancestry is. We'll talk about that in more detail. So those are the 10 categories. Today, we, are, who, we, all, we all know we're either Kohen or Israel, we all intermarry, no problem there at all. Levi Yisrael, Chalali, Geri, Vachareri, Mutan, Zabazep. Again, a Levi Yisrael, a Chalal, a Ger, and a Freed Evet. Also, we're all regular Jews can marry one another. The only problem is that a Kohen, right, a Kohen should not marry a Ger because she's a Zona. Same thing with Shifcham, a Shukreris, a Chalal. The Torah says you can't marry Yisrael. So a Kohen cannot marry those people. Geri, Vachareri, Mamzer, Nesim, Shukri, Vasufakur, Mutan, Zabazep. All the other ones... These lower levels can marry one another. We'll go with the clause, Machloks Nigmar, where the Kal Geirim, it says, Layova Mamzer Bekalashem. Is a Geir considered Kalashem? And that's Machlokus, of course. So with the Shita that a Kal, that Geirim are not considered Kalashem, then a Mamzer could marry a Geir. And that would be very important today. If somebody's born a Mamzer, like the case that Jamie said yesterday, could they marry a Geir? Where they have to go to the right? They can marry a Geir. So, a Gioris, whatever. So, we hold up the time. So, what's that? Balaam said, What is the definition of Shtuki and a Shtuki? Kosher Makras, Imvan Makras. He knows his mother, but doesn't know his father. So, when he sees a guy in the street, he says, Hey, Dad. His mother says, Shh, shh, shh. That's not, not that your father. Not that guy, right? That's Shtuki. Shut up, shut up. You know, that's, what, that's what Shtuki means. The mother says, Quiet, quiet. A Sufi is called Shinesim and Ashuk. He was just gathered up in the Shuk, and he, you, you found the baby in the street. A Sufi called Shinesim and Ashuk, he doesn't know who his parents are. It was very common in the, they, they stay in Europe that they would, they would take a, an unknown child of unknown birth, and they would have a baby of something that was born. They would leave him at the Rav's doorstep, and the Rav would raise him. The Rav, the Rav, the Rav of the town would raise these Asufis. Anyway, you don't know who they are. 
So again, we'll see. So wait, if they don't know who they are, we don't know. That doesn't mean they're necessarily bad. How could they marry a mamzer? You just said that these guys can marry a mamzer. I can marry a mamzer. So again, we go with the Shita Rashi explains that only a mamzer vada Vishtuki Yasuf Rashi four lines from the bottom of the page. They're suffering mamzer, man. Umutarmless arv mamzerim kedomi gemara bekal vada huliyava bekal suffik yava. When it says mamzer loyava bekal Hashem, only if you know for sure that he's kal Hashem. But if it's a suffik, in this case, it's also shy about the, right. The suffik. A mom or a Sufi, and a mom, we don't know who the father is. Maybe she was just a single woman who uh, gave birth to somebody. We don't know if the kids are moms or when uh, people today, when they're born out of wedlock, not a moms or so. Uh, so, well, we don't know who it is. A moms or could marry them according to the Shita. Okay, he would call a shtuke a bedukin. We'll see. Tomorrow we'll talk about what that bedukin means. I checked out. Sorry, I'll some bubbles. So, first we'll go into the language. The 10, uh, ten uh, levels, uh, classes of Jews came up from Babel. So, what's Mayu to Tony Olum Babel? What do you mean they went up? Just say they came to Eretz Israel. We said we made Aliyah, they came to Eretz Israel. Why does it have to tell Olum Babel? They went to Israel. That's all. So, you'll get up and you have a fight. You go up to the place that Hashem showed. You go up to the base of Migish where the Sadeddin was there. So, you see here that base of Migish was the tallest spot in Eretz Israel. We'll talk about this. Uh, we'll talk about geography in a minute. Eretz Israel is the highest land of all the lands. So, in other words, that the highest country is Israel, and the highest spot in Israel is the base of Migdash. That must be spiritual. means spiritually, right. Marshaw asks about the interesting Marshaw, because Marshaw was the yeah, first yeah, one to deal with, you know, to deal with, uh, you know, he came after, uh, you know, he came after Copernicus and after all the big uh, Chachamim, and Marshaw was already, like, you know, in modern times. So he asked this question, he means it's central, that's he is, it's the Makom Merkaz, so, like, for example, how logically where's the international date line? It's 180 degrees from Yerushalayim. You understand? How logically, not the physical one. The physical one's out in the middle of the water there, make sure nobody, you know, they can't be sitting on it, right? But, but there are a lot of things that I said, Eretzel is the Merkazim. It doesn't mean physically that it's the highest spot, you know, uh, above sea level or whatever, you know? It means that that's how the Marshal explains right, it. Right. He said some, when they, they used the word Aloha Le. Aloha Le, yeah, 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 yeah. He says it's north. North, uh, north, of, north of Mitzrayim. Right, so okay, right. okay, okay. So there, Mandel, yeah, maybe. Okay, so we'll see. If we're going to talk about other ones in a minute. We're going to, so here, we're come to Valisa. So here, so Bishlam is going to come Lisa. So Bishlam, based on Mishkom, we understand that basically is the highest spot in Eretz Israel. Hainu the Siv, Divari Rios, which says when you have a fight there, right? This Pasuk in Varim, in Shoftim, right? The Kamto Valisa on Makom, right? It's the beginning. You get up, get a place. So you come up there. So, and, and I'm not sure, but it could be that it is the highest spot because we had that Kedush in Kedush. Was it Kedush? Was it? I thought it was Lamed Aleph in Kedush. I'm not sure. It doesn't seem that familiar. It, it seems I would, that I would have remembered it better, but I think it's a Kedush Lamed Aleph. Rashi says that it is the highest spot. Remember, we talked about Main of Tov was supposed to be the highest spot. That, that's, why, that's why the uh, water ran from the mikveh. You know, that the, the main of talk was the highest spot, and, you know, not downtown where the base of Mikdash is today, but because of Binyamin and Yehuda, the way it was supposed to be, it was moved over there. But it was supposed to be, like, approximately where they're building that train, uh, that, that train thing now, you know, main of talk. That was, so it could be, maybe it is the highest spot there. So I don't know, maybe the Carmel is higher, I don't know. But again, if you go to the Marshall, it means... The, the central spots. I understand El Eretz Yisrael. But how do you know the Eretz Yisrael the highest spot in Kol Eretz Yisrael? The Siv, the Chayni, the Yom Bo, the Mashem, the 
day will come, so says Hashem. They won't say any, they won't even talk about that Hashem brought you from the north land. So here, so you're right, Michael. The, the Pasuk of you're right. Mitzrayim is one thing. That shows you that it's higher than Mitzrayim. How do you know it's higher than every place else? Right? That's when we call all the places that you were driven to, Sham. In other words, all around the world, you come up to Eretz Israel. So, so that's the point of Sar Yachsen Olumi Bubble to show you that Eretz Israel is the highest spot. So, so if that's the case, so understand. We say today, like today, we say you made Aliyah, right? You went up to Eretz Israel. So I understand why you used Allah to show Allah to show you that Eretz Israel is the highest spot. Okay, so say Allah Eretz Israel. Why did say Olmi Bavel? Why is it important to talk about Olmi Bavel? Just say they came up to Eretz Israel. Messiah lay knows the Meir is the Olmi Bavel. This is the Eretz Israel. Messiah lay the Rav Lazar. Rav Lazar lo Allah Ezra Olmi Bavel Acha Asa Kesolus Neki of Allah. What happened was that. Ezra saw in, in Babel that they started to intermingle, make mamzerim, everything he mixed with the goyim, etc. So he first, before he came up, he separated them out. He separated these ten classes. He said, who are the regular Jews, the colony of Israel? Who are the Nasuni? Who are the mamzerim? He separated them out so that they shouldn't be any, any hitbolalut um, there. They shouldn't mix up. And then he brought them up. That's the idea. In the Babel, that Babel first cleaned up, he cleaned up the rack and then he brought them up. So Itmar, how did he do that? Abai Omer, Olumay Elam, Tanan. The Mishnah says, Olumi Bavel. They came up on their own. They came up on. He separated, and then they came up on their own. Rav Omer, He forced them up. He schlepped them up. Gemifiki of Rav Lazar, Machlokis is based on Rav Lazar. Number of Lazar, we just said, Lola Bavel, Bavel, Acha, Osikos, Nakia, Allah. He first cleaned up the Arak down there. He separated them all out and said, Define who's who. Abai Elas, Rav Lazar. He doesn't hold the Rav Lazar. He says, No, they came up on their own. He came up on their own. He wasn't like he forced them. Abai says they came up. Abayla, he doesn't hold the Rablazer. Says Rashi. Is it Rashi? Not exactly. Okay, fine. So he says he brought, he brought them up on his own. They, they came up on their own. It wasn't because of something that, that he did. Rabbi is the Rablazer. Rabbi says, no, no, no. Hell him. And there's, he forced them up. And what he wanted to do is he separated them out. And he says, listen, I know that most of the good Jews, the Shiny Eden, are staying in Bavel. So I got to first clean up the act here. Let me take up these guys with him so I can keep an eye on them. And not only that, the Tamanich HaChavim came up with him also. The wealthy Jews, they wanted to stay in Bavel. They had business. How can I leave my business? You know, I can't leave my business. You know, I'm just building a second floor in my pool. I can't lose. Well, as soon as I build that second floor, then I will sell, and eventually I'll make Aliyah with all the rest of you guys. But, you know, I can't leave right now. So they stayed there, but the Rabbanim came up. So he was afraid he can't leave a mess back there because the rabbis are all leaving. So I first cleaned him up and schlepped up all the Mamzerim and the Nasinim and all the half-Jews and everything. I'm bringing them up with me so I can keep an eye on them. That makes sense. So that's why I tried to handle him. He forced them up there. He brought them up because he had to leave in Bavel a good, clean slate. Okay, that's one way to learn Machlokas. Everybody holds a Reb Lezer. Then, of course, he cleaned up the act down there. He separated them out. And once they, you know, how do you, like, if you lived in Bavel and you were just defined as a Mamzer or as an Asufi or you were questionable. So, when Afshai is looking and said, let's go up to Israel where people don't know us, maybe we start a new... Uh, you know, a new chapter in our lives. Right here, nobody wants to marry my family, so we'll go up there. So they went up on their own. That's why he says, Olu, they came up on their own after, so to speak, after Ezra apostled them. They said, let's get out of here, right? No, no, no. He forced them up. 
he forced them up there with him because he wanted to make sure that he kept an eye on them. If you say Olu came up on their own, I understand Olu means they came up on their own even though they were, uh, you know, they were, they were, there, was a, there was a lot of bad ones among them, different classes. So you say, the, uh, Shmuel says that all of Eretz, it, all the lands are Isa. Isa means Isa's dough. Dough, you mix in flour and salt and water and bran, all kinds of stuff. Now, it's not pure. It's mixed up. So all, all of the, like, uh, let's say, other countries in the world, Spain and France, are, like, mixed up compared to Eretz Now, in Eretz Yisrael, the Yichas are better. They're, they're, they're clean Jews. They're not too many Mamzerim over there. Uh, the other lands is more. And Eretz Yisrael, east of the Bavel. And Eretz Yisrael is considered mixed up, is considered mixed up compared to Bavel because... Bubble was cleaned up by Ezra, and there they only left the clean kosher Jews. So Lamanda says, Alu, the, the one who says, Alu, that what they came up on their own, meaning after the, he defined him, so I understand that the Eretz Yisrael was mixed up compared to Bubble. Lamanda Mahelum, but the one who says he, he forced them up. So what was the problem? If he forced them up, that means he took them with him, and he says, okay, Mamzerim, you stay over here, the Mamzer Shul. This is the Shul of the Nasinim. He kept an eye on it. Elamanda Mahelum made the Adina. What's the problem? They knew who everybody was, so why would Eretz Yisrael be considered a mixed-up area compared to Babel, as far as Yichaskan? He says, That generation, he knew, everybody knew, but later on, as Shmuel's halacha was much later on. In other words, eventually, Eretz Yisrael, Babel stayed very pure, you know, very pure because they left them only kosher Jews there, and the bad ones had come up with uh, with uh, Ezra. Originally, they were known who was who, but as the generations went on, they were mixed up. This is if they came up on their own. So I understand why uh, Ezra said, "I gathered them at El Nahar Habo El Ahava." That's a place, a river going to that place. We camped it for three days. And I discerned among the people. I checked them. I, uh, you know, I investigated. I checked the people in the Kohanim. I checked everybody out, and I couldn't find any, any Levium there. There were Kohanim there. There were no Levium. So I understand, according to what they came up on their own. So he didn't, he didn't schlep them up with him. They came up, and, and therefore, he, when he got to a certain spot, he started checking. And once he forced them up, he says, I'm, you, you and you, Hamiz was here. He already knew who was who. He already checked them out. He was very, very careful. What was the problem? So he knew He was careful among the Psalm, the Mamzerim, the Nasinim, and those kind of people, the, the Asufe, those people he was careful, the Halalim. But the Kshayrim, the Karmelim Yisraelim, he didn't check them. Those he knew who was, he wasn't careful among them because those were guys who had a good Chazaka. They were Karmelim Yisraelim. So the other ones who he had to separate out and ferret those guys out. And therefore, when he came to this place, he checked among the Carmelian Israel, and he couldn't find any Levium there. So the Pesukah so makes sense. In any case, everybody pretty much holds. We came out the coin. Uh, the first sheet was Abai doesn't hold of of uh, Rabbi Lezer, right? That Abai doesn't hold Lezer. But the coin did he by saying, but the it seems that everybody holds that Ezra did check things out and try to separate them out. The question then was, did they come up on their own, or were they forced up? But they came up. But they came up. They came up. Carmelian Israel. No, how do we know? How do we know this? How do we know these? How do we know that they that they all they the Kohanim all that they the Kohanim also came up there? And they um, they were there by Yeshua Kohanim and the Kohanim from people the singers Vashorim and the gatekeepers or the porters Vanasinim Ba'areim B'chol Yisrael Barev. In other words, they all lived now. So you see over that basically Kohanim Yisrael. You all know came up. It wasn't like they only brought Yisraelim. Or only he couldn't find a Levim originally there, but there were Levim. And all those people were among nations. How do we know that there were Chalalim there? How do we know that they were 
uh, unfit kohanim, right? Kohanim that had been that had been um, um, disqualified. How do we know? The time is like Rebbe Yom Agdol Chazaka. Chazaka is a strong thing. Chazaka means you go by the original condition, right? You assume the status status quo, as they say in Hebrew. Status quo. You assume the status quo. What does it mean? It says like this: from the among the sons of the Kohanim, Bnei Chavia, that was his name, Bnei Hakotz, Bnei Barzila, Shalak, Mas Barzilai, that they took from the daughters of Barzilai, Galadi Isha. They took women from there. But he called Shmam. I guess they were called Barzilai. That was the wife's name. From there, they were called by that name, Barzilai. Ela Bikshuk Savam Sashim. When they came up here, this is all speaking in Ezra. And they came up here. They 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 were looking for what we call today a Yichas brief. A Yichas brief is. To show who you are. You want to show who you are. You walk in off the street. How do they know who you are? Right? They don't know who you are. So today, you give an aliyah, you do duchen, you don't do anything which are even kahanim today. They're not eating truma, the rice, as we'll see. They're not eating kachim, right? But, but eventually, they, 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 they came back to Eretz They built the base of Midrash. They wonder, oh, well, who's, good? who's the kosher kahanim? Raise your hand. <laughs> That's not enough. We want some proof. So these people, That's like saying it's Yechus. And they were driven out of the kuna. They weren't allowed. They were they were kicked out of the of the, the kuna. The the whiner said whiner. Not the, the whiner was this refers to Nehemiah. He what do you call the guy who um, uh, the, the the king's uh, you know the, the he makes the drinks for the for the king. Uh, word for huh? Sarmashkim. Yeah. So what happened was he from this word from Tirosh. He was this is Nehemiah. But he was the guy who gave the the, the, the uh, wine, and he would so he, he would drink it first. You know, he had to drink wow. it first to make sure he wasn't poisoned, and then give it right in there. You know, and the corn the, the corn would wipe off the uh, thing there and, and drink it. I mean, the the king would grab a drink. So he was the that was the chem. Don't eat the kach <laughs> you guys, you don't have a proof that you're really original kahanim. You can't eat until until you have a coin with urm tumim, so to speak, who can speak directly to God and could show us. <laughs> so they couldn't. Rashi said, It's like somebody says today, when Mashiach comes, what does that mean? Not now. There was no way. They didn't have any more urm in the second base of Migdash. There was not. So we're saying, if you don't have a yichas brief, if you can't prove that you were from the original Kohanim who served in the base of Migdash, Migdash, sorry, you're out. Somebody can just say he's a coin. That's right. That's why they didn't allow it. So he said, said, listen, you guys can't eat the kachim kachim until until Mashiach comes. Let's see, let's see. Let's finish it tomorrow. We'll see. And he told them, you have your original chazaka, just like you ate in Gullus before you ate uh, the means things you can eat anywhere in Eretz Yisrael, meaning truma. You can eat truma there. Afkan we could also eat. So you can eat truma. You guys can continue eat truma, but you can't eat kasher kasher. Okay. So what do you see over here? So the chazal was the chazaka. You have the chazaka before, but the point is, you see over here that they were halalim. They were kicked out. They were considered as far as the base mixtures because they couldn't serve. Well, the I said, wait, wait a minute. But how can you give him truma? One who holds that if you eat truma, you can give, you can make him a full coin because obviously he's getting truma. So honey, dachol truma, uslos can you're going to put him up and work in the base mixture? She just said they can't do work in the base mixture. Need to cut you, cut him. So shani That's different because here we said you don't have a yichas brief. These guys, you 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 you're disqual. You got stamped. You can't come in. You can't come in. Shani said their chazaka is bad. So we know. What's the lesson? Gdol chazaka. 
what Dochzak signs like, ooh, Chazakas are great, that even though something's bad now, he has a Chazaka. Just say, they had a Chazaka that they had before my Gerasa, the Mikarach, but Trumdrabana, originally they ate, were in Bavel, that's only Drabana, there was no Truma in Bavel, in Bavel there's no Truma de Raisa, well, the Basaf, now they came to Herzog, but Truma de Raisa. So that's the Gdochas, like, Vibai Semel, Olamashanami Drabana, Rachel. Now in Herzog, they could also see, also see Truma de Rabana. What Truma de Rabana is in Herzog, well, fruits and vegetables, because the Truma de Raisa is only. There's only, you know, the, the, the grains and uh, oil and wine, right? But the rice aloha, maybe here also they wouldn't let him eat. They're only eating drabonim. So therefore there's no problem about being mala from truma to yuchsen. So therefore there's no problem. They just, the fact that it's saying eating truma would not make them yuk because they're only drabonim. So what's the gdol chazaka here now? All they're eating is truma drabonim. What's the chazaka? The mikara, like the mix of, originally when they're in bubble, there was no, no, no reason to be concerned that if they eat truma drabonim, they might eat truma deraisa because there was no truma deraisa in bubble. They were in bubble. Like the mix of mishum truma deraisa. here now that they're in Israel, say, wait a minute, maybe you shouldn't even eat truma drabonim because if you eat truma drabonim, fruits and vegetables, you might come to eat truma deraisa also. Even though you could be gozer, they weren't gozer. That was the chazaka. But you say that they, they weren't eating truma, they were not eating truma deraisa in Eretz Yisrael, now only drabonim. But we just said the post before that Nehemia said, They can't eat but other things they could eat, like truma they could eat. So how can you say they couldn't eat truma the rice that's mashma the the chemi told them don't eat don't eat kachik kachim, but you could eat truma. Don't eat anything which is called kodesh. Low midi make a kodesh, low midi make a kachim. You can't eat anything which is holy. But something that's called kodesh, something that's called kodesh. What's the pasuk? Azar, a non-Jew should not eat kodesh. That pasuk is not speaking kachim. That's pasuk speaking about truma because it says if he goes to the mikveh. And, and there's a hair of Shemesh, he can eat. That's only by Truma. Kachim, you need uh, a carbon the next day. So Chazal is speaking about Truma. So you can't eat Kodesh, Kodesh which is Truma, and nothing which is called Kachim. If a Baskoin marries a, uh, a Yisrael, right? She can't eat Truma Sakashim. What are we speaking about? Truma? No, if remember, if she has no children, she goes back to her father's house, she could eat truma. Here we're speaking, I know, we're talking about the chazav v'shok, the matanos kahuna, that she gets as, as a, in a Cohen's family. Here, Lotach, that she can't eat. And that, even if she gets divorced and goes back to her father's house with no children, can she what? can't eat that anymore. Pardon? Can't eat what? She can't eat the chazav v'shok, matanos kahuna. She can oh. eat truma from her father's house, but she can't eat her father's chazav v'shok. So again, what do we see here? That... When Nehemiah said you can't eat Kodesh Kadashim, it doesn't mean Kachim Kachim like Chatos and, uh, you know, and Ashim. It means you can't eat Kodesh, which is Truma, and you can't eat Kachim, you can't eat either one of them. So that's what happened. But the point is there were Halalim there. Tomorrow, 520, Mirz Hashem. Long daf tomorrow, 520. Oh, yeah. <coughs> this is today. Pardon? Yeah. We rely on very little evidence.